Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Friday, September 9th. U.S. stocks finished higher in the final session of the week, putting an end to the three-week losing streak. The markets showed resiliency in the face of solidified expectations that the Fed will remain aggressive despite a slowdown in economic growth and following yesterday's historic rate hike by the European Central Bank. Earnings news was upbeat, with Zscaler, DocuSign, and Kroger all rallying after topping profit projections and issuing upbeat guidance. The economic front was relatively quiet, but wholesale inventories for July were revised lower. Treasury yields rose and the U.S. dollar pulled back from multi-decade highs. Crude oil and gold prices both increased. Asia finished broadly higher and Europe also saw widespread gains. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 377 points or 1.2% to 32,152. The S&P 500 index gained 61 points, or 1.5%, to 4,067, and the Nasdaq Composite went up 250 points, or 2.1%, to 12,112. In moderate volume, 3.9 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.3 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil moved $3.25 higher to $86.79 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price increased $6.90 to $1,727.10 per ounce, and the dollar index dropped 0.7% to 108.97. Markets ended noticeably higher for the week as the Dow Jones Industrial Average climbed 2.7%, The S&P 500 jumped 3.7% and the Nasdaq composite soared 4.1%. In equity news on Friday, Zscaler Incorporated, ticker symbol ZS, reported adjusted fiscal fourth quarter earnings per share of 25 cents, above the 21 cent fact set estimate, as revenues rose 61% year over year to $318 million, topping the street's forecast of $305 million. The cloud security company said despite the uncertain macroeconomic landscape which continues to evolve, it continued to see favorable demand for its zero-trust exchange platform because it makes businesses more secure, simplifies IT, and reduces cost. Zscaler issued full-year guidance that came in north of expectations. Shares rallied over 20%. DocuSign Incorporated, ticker symbol DOCU, posted adjusted second-quarter earnings per share of $0.44, above the projected $0.42, with revenues growing 22% year-over-year to $622 million, exceeding the forecasted $602 million. The e-signature company's billings and subscription revenues both topped expectations. DocuSign issued full-year guidance that came in above estimates. Shares moved nicely higher. Kroger Company, ticker symbol KR, announced adjusted second quarter earnings of $0.90 per share, above the expected $0.82, with revenues rising 9.1% year-over-year to $34.6 billion, exceeding the forecasted $34.5 billion. Second quarter same-store sales grew 5.8% year-over-year, north of the projected 4.6% gain. The grocer said its results were propelled by its digital strategy and its ability to manage product cost inflation. Kroger raised its full-year guidance. Shares traded noticeably higher. 
The S&P 500 index snapped a three-straight week losing streak, even as expectations remain elevated regarding continued tighter monetary policy by the Fed amid the backdrop of slowing economic growth. Last week's employment report also fostered some volatility, and Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders notes in her latest article titled, Are Jobs Living on the Edge? How the August jobs report delivered something for both economic bulls and bears, but what matters more in the near term is the Fed's focus on seeing a continued easing in labor demand. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. Read all our market commentary on our Insights and Education page and follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. In economic news on Friday, Treasury yields were higher as the yield on the two-year note rose eight basis points to 3.57%, the yield on the 10-year note gained two basis points to 3.32%, and the 30-year bond rate ticked one basis point higher to 3.46%. The markets digested yesterday's commentary from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell, who reiterated that the Fed will remain aggressive with its monetary policy as containing inflation remains top priority. The U.S. dollar saw pressure coming off a recent rally to multi-year highs. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist Kathy Jones discusses in our Schwab market perspective, Mixed Signals, how the Fed has embarked on one of the most rapid tightening cycles in over 40 years, and with inflation continuing to outpace wage growth, more rate hikes are likely on the horizon. Kathy also offers analysis of the greenback in her commentary titled, The Strong Dollar. Can it continue? You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. And check out our Financial Decoder podcast titled, When Interest Rates Rise, What Should You Do With Bonds? Featuring Kathy. In light economic news, July wholesale inventories rose 0.6% month-over-month. Downwardly revised from the previously reported 0.8% gain, where forecasts called for it to remain, and below June's 1.9% increase. Sales fell 1.4% after June's downwardly adjusted 1.6% advance. In international news on Friday, stocks in Europe ended the day higher, adding to a weekly gain even as the markets grappled with yesterday's decision by the European Central Bank to hike its benchmark interest rates by 75 basis points, its highest ever increase. Also, equities showed some resiliency in the face of continued hawkish commentary from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell in the U.S. on Thursday. Inflation pressures have forced central banks to tighten policy aggressively and have been exacerbated by an energy crisis in the region that has ensued amid the ongoing war in Ukraine, amplified by Russia shutting off energy supplies to Europe through the Nord Stream 1 pipeline indefinitely this week. However, Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop, CFA, notes in his article titled, Shortages Have Led to Gluts, how inventory gluts have been bad news for the stocks of companies experiencing them, but could also be indicating an inflation peak, which tends to be an ingredient for market bottoms. Also, Jeff discusses in his article titled The End of Rate Hikes, how the signals from central banks that rate hikes, which began last year, may be coming to an end, could be welcome news for investors looking ahead to the next 12 months. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The passing of Queen Elizabeth II also commanded attention, and the Bank of England postponed its September monetary policy meeting as the nation mourns. The euro and British pound rose versus the U.S. dollar, which is pulling back from multi-decade highs. Bond yields in the eurozone were mixed, and rates in the U.K. traded lower.
In economic news, French industrial and manufacturing production both fell more than expected in July. The UK FTSE 100 index rose 1.2%, Germany's DAX index and France's CAC 40 index were up 1.4%, Spain's IBEX 35 index increased 1.5%, Italy's FTSE MIB index rallied 1.9%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index advanced 1%. Stocks in Asia finished higher to close out the week following the gains in the U.S. yesterday, which came even as the Fed continued to suggest further aggressive monetary tightening was in the offing to fight inflation. The markets finished mixed on the week as volatility remained amid the increased expectations of continued aggressive monetary policies from most major central banks, led by the Fed in the U.S., which has boosted the dollar. Yesterday, the European Central Bank hiked its benchmark interest rates by 75 basis points, the largest increase in its history, and Australia raised rates by 50 basis points earlier in the week. However, the Bank of Japan has abstained from tightening monetary policy, and China's central bank has diverged and actually loosened its policy recently. The moves come as China has continued to deploy COVID-related restrictions in parts of the country, which has negatively impacted economic growth. China, the world's second-largest economy, has also been hampered by real estate struggles, regulatory crackdowns, and geopolitical tensions with the U.S. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop provides commentary on China's situation in his latest article titled China Q&A, Top 5 Questions discussing various topics including inflationary concerns, currency movements, government policies, and more. Economic data today showed China's August consumer and wholesale price inflation both came in cooler than expected, possibly giving the country's central bank some cover for further stimulus measures. Japan's Nikkei 225 index rose 0.5%, with the yen gaining ground after recent weakness versus the U.S. dollar. The yen has hit multi-decade lows versus the greenback following a sharp drop that began in March amid the Bank of Japan's lack of keeping up with other key global central banks and monetary policy. China's Shanghai Composite Index gained 0.8% and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index rallied at 2.7% amid the continued rebound in technology stocks. India's S&P BSC Sensex 30 index moved 0.2% to the upside, and Australia's S&P ASX 200 index advanced 0.7%. Markets in South Korea were closed for a holiday. On the weekend review, U.S. stocks finished out the holiday-shortened week in the green, snapping a three-week string of losses. The market showed some resiliency in the face of rising Treasury yields and a fresh multi-decade high for the U.S. dollar. Equities gained ground even as Fed Chairman Jerome Powell reiterated his hawkish tone set a couple weeks ago in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and as Australia and Europe tightened their monetary policies amid the persisting inflation pressures and despite signs of slowing economic activity. Stocks found some support as bond yields stabilized and the U.S. dollar pulled back as the week matured, while the ISM Services Index and the Fed's Beige Book suggested supply chain issues and the inflation picture may be starting to improve. Most sectors gained ground, led by consumer discretionary, materials, healthcare, and financials, though energy stocks lagged as crude oil prices fell for a second straight week. With the September 21st Fed monetary policy decision looming, next week's economic calendar will likely command heavy attention as the markets grapple with how aggressive the Fed will remain.
The August inflation picture will develop and could headline the week, courtesy of the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, Producer Price Index, or PPI, and the Import Price Index. However, the spotlight on the all-important U.S. consumer will also shine in the form of August retail sales and the preliminary September University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index. The calendar will also deliver some other timely reports that could move the markets, such as September regional manufacturing reports out of New York and Philadelphia, as well as initial jobless claims for the week ended September 10th. Finally, the Fed speak will go quiet during the week prior to the central bank's monetary policy decision. Next week, the international calendar will also bring reports that could shape the global stock direction. Out of Australia, we will get consumer confidence and employment change. China will release reports on its new home prices, industrial production and retail sales. Out of India, we will get data on industrial production, CPI and trade balance. Japan will release reports on its core machine orders and trade balance. Out of the Eurozone, we will get CPI and trade balance, along with German investor confidence. The UK will give us reads on monthly GDP, industrial and manufacturing production, employment change, inflation statistics, and retail sales. That concludes the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Friday, September 9th.